Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus FC Mines in the second second day of pre-season fixtures um, happening in Austria. Yes, so um, obviously we had a pre-season game on Tuesday, I believe. We played two 30-minute games. Um against two different teams very unusual so i guess this would count as our third opponent even though it's a second day but alas it was another opportunity for liverpool to build on any fitness issues um, build on any tactics that we want to implement maybe for the upcoming season etc etc so um i'm gonna break down what i've saw and then um yeah, we'll discuss about what key players I thought done well, what players kind of went anonymous, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, the lineup for the first half, I'd say, um, in goal, Kelleher, left back, Tamiskus, centre back, Canati and Joel Matip, right back, Trent is on the Arnold, uh, midfield three, Naby Keita, James Milner. Harvey Elliott, up front, Salah, Mane, Oxley, Chamberlain. So, um, I think we're trialling out Oxley, Chamberlain as a false nine. Um, we're going to talk about that in a little bit more depth. We tried it the first game against um, whatever that team was we played against. I keep forgetting their name, I apologise. He was a false nine there, but he was kind of anonymous. But yeah, we'll talk about Chamberlain in depth. Um, Tamiskus playing at left back. Good to see. Because he played, he, he impressed me. He was the most, out. he was arguably the most impressive player um, in the last game, in, the, in that second half against Stuttgart. Um, Matip and Konati, another centre-back partnership. Uh that's uh, together for a second game running. So, in my head, I'm thinking because Joe Matip and so Joe Gomez and uh, Virgil Van Dyke still late in the squad and they're continuing their recoveries from major ACL MCL injury. Um, it's looking like Matip and Konati is going to be the first choice CB pairings for the start of the Premier League. For the time being, anyway. Um, yeah, Trent right back's fine. Milner filling in at CB, obviously. I mean, centre mid. Um, obviously, Ronaldum going missing. Ronaldum going to PSG. Still got Thiago, Fabinho, uh, Henderson to come back from the holidays. So, yeah, it pushes James Milner up in the pecking order. Naby Keita, who was looking all right. Um, in the first game as well opportunity for him to prove to Klopp that he's actually fit but this is pre-season so where else can you prove that you know what I mean um, and yeah and Harvey Elliott also getting the start again Klopp trusting in a young Harvey Elliott he, you can see in the last game he was trying really hard to pull things off but it just wasn't happening and there's not a lot you can really do in 30 minutes but in 45 minutes you can showcase what you can do. Um, and yeah, the usual Salamane, no problem there. Anyways, so the game starts now and 
I'm not going to lie, for the first half an hour, almost nothing happens. Obviously, it's pre-season. Obviously, fitness-wise, everyone's trying to fine-tune themselves, all that stuff. You also have to take into account that today's game was 27 degrees and they're playing on a really dry pitch, which means passes were pretty much not fizzing the way they should be. Um... But I will say in the in the build up to that thirty minute period, I say Kanati looked very good, very 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 good, very impressive. He looked very assertive with his decisions. Like um, there was a moment where a, a player was an opposition player was dribbling down the channels. He's going to cross it in, low low cross driven. Um, obviously, Kelleher calls for the ball, but it might have been a late call. Typically. If a defender was to hear keepers, they might be caught up in two minds. They might be like, oh shit, he said keepers, but let me do, let me try half, leave a leg out. That sort of, when you create that sort of hesitation, things usually muck up and then it leads to some sort of error. But Kanati probably heard the call and then decided, yeah, let me just clear it out for a corner anyway, taking my own hands. The ball's already too close to where I'm stationed. If I move out the way, it might create complications. I like that. I like the fact that he took things into his own hands. Um, also, a brief moment where he lost the ball. And then he made sure he got it back within like 15 seconds. And then he won a free kick out of it. That's what we like to see. Um, Joe Matip as well. Um, it was like Konati was doing the most of like the dirty work. And Joe Matip was doing the efficient side of being a CB. Keeping things tidy and really simple. And then the first balls, anything that's 50-50, leave that to Konati. And I think that works out really well as a centre-back pairing. Especially if they're going to start, if these two start against Norwich, which is pretty much likely to happen. I think that can work well as a partnership because they're both tall, they're both physical in stature. Matip can look like he's not a physical player, but really... He's a strong guy for his physique. He's quite strong and he's very good on the ball as well. So they both possess different kind of qualities as a CB. but um, And they might end up complementing each other well. So that's good to see. Um, Trent, I'd say, yeah, I don't know. Not really much happened for him in, in, in that first half. Tomiscus, I'd say, was a little bit more active. In terms of just winning fouls, making himself a nuisance, um, trying to make things happen, essentially. Um, and then, yeah, there was a moment half an hour in, Joe Matip has the ball. Um, he passes it to Harvey Elliott. Harvey Elliott passes it to Salah. Um, and then I think Salah tries to shoot or pass it to Mane, one of the two. It gets cut out. And then Liverpool have a corner. That's kind of overhit. Then the ball falls to Harvey Elliott on the opposite end. And he tries to catch the keeper out from a very acute angle where he can see the keeper's vacated the near post. Um, and he tries to shoot. and and But he tries to slice it when he shoots. But he, he hits it too clean. And the ball just goes over. Yeah. Um, Sadio Mane looks okay. He was winning quite a bit of fouls and just like... He'll drop in deep, collect, collect the ball and pass it just to keep things ticking. Naibi Keita, arguably for me, was probably the most impressive player. I know I'm still Keita. I still don't trust Keita long-term wise. 
But there's something about him in pre-season that uh, you're like, why can't you just stay fit for the actual season? Because this guy picks up the ball and in tight spaces, oh, he turns, he just get, he can shake off opposition players like that. Like, you see him do it two, three times. He ta- There's times where he's just toying around with defenders. He nutmegs a player. Another defender trips him up. It should have been a free kick. Referee doesn't give him anything. And he just looks so confident on the ball. He just looks so assured in his ability. Um, it's just annoying. And a lot of Liverpool fans probably watched that and thought, oh, yeah, Skater's back. But in my head, I still think he's done. Just because of... How many you've yet to make your fiftieth competitive appearance for Liverpool? This is going to be your fourth season under Liverpool, and you've not made fifty appearances yet. That's very worrying. It's very worrying. Like I, I, and last year availability was the biggest currency. I don't think Cater will be. I think how Klopp Klopp will treat Cater as a squad player, and he should. If he's not going to sell him, which I don't think is going to happen. If we don't replace Wijnaldum, he's definitely not selling Cater. But I think Cater will ultimately just be a squad player. And if he's fit, he's fit. He's fit. But it, it won't mean that he's the def- definite starter. But um, I still think the, the, the midfield three will be Thiago, Henderson and Fabinho. Um and it's up to the rest, like Curtis Jones, Cater, Milner. Um, yeah, these type of players. Even, I guess, I was going to say Chamberlain, but what I'm about to get onto it next. Um, to fight for their place, ultimately. Fight for the remaining spots. Um, and then, yeah, there was another moment where Cater passes the ball to Oxley chamberlain and he has enough time to get a, a, a good angle and, and shoot and really test the keeper. But he kind of, if he took a second longer to set himself properly, I think he would have scored. But the keeper makes a good save. Um, and yeah, that was pretty much the only real chance I saw in the first half. In terms of Chamberlain playing a false nine, I don't buy it. And it worries me. It worries me because... He's not a fo- he's never been a false nine player. Obviously, through the ranks in his career, he started as a winger on the channels. But he said he really wants to play centre mid. So Liverpool bought him, played him centre mid, started thriving. Fair enough. Then got the crucial ACL injury. Hasn't been the same player since. And obviously, with how the midfield um, the competition for midfield is really tight. Chamberlain is ultimately going to be a squad player if he wants to be a midfielder. If, and if we're not going to sell him, he's just going to be obviously a squad player. So I guess Klopp told him the next best thing for you is potentially false nine. But the reason why I don't like him at false nine is because I've seen what Bobby Firmino can do at false nine. Alas, obviously Firmino is in a big decline. The last two seasons, he's declined. Yes. But he still has little traits in him as a false nine that Chamberlain's never ever going to adopt. Like Firmino's IQ for false nine player is astronomical. Forget playing ability wise, just mentally. And I think Chamberlain is now at that stage where he's kind of clutching for straws, clutching for game time. Where can I find it? 
can I find it as a false nine player? I don't know. It's gonna be. I don't. I don't know if it works. I don't know if it works. And with Firmino, and Firmino coming back, I don't. I I I don't know. I I don't know how much worse Firmino is going to get this season, which is why Liverpool should do everything they can to get a forward. They have to get a forward, um, an out and out striker. Yeah, the market is very weird for strikers at the minute, cause it's not like we're still in the midst of. I don't know. We're at the final stages back end of a pandemic, basically. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're at the final stages of the back end of a pandemic. So it's like the football market is very on the fence with how to evaluate your players. Um but Liverpool definitely need to get a striker, definitely need to get an inside winger. I think there's four more signings we need to make. Um one of them's a winger and the other two is to replace a number 10 and a number four and a number 6. But yeah, let me not distract myself too much from the game because that's what you're all here to talk about. But um, yeah, that was pretty much the first half. A lot of players just getting their minutes in. Most impressive player probably, I'd say, Cater. Honourable mention... Canati. Oh yeah, Canati. Canati, honourable mention, definitely. Because he, he looks very good. And then second half, complete new 11. Um, so you had Adrian in goal, Beck left back, Billy Camutio centre back with Nat Phillips, right back Nico Williams, uh, Leighton Clarkson midfield, Curtis Jones midfield. I think uh, Jake Kane midfield, I think. It might have been someone else. Apologies. Oh, I think... Or it might have come on later, one of the two. Up front, you had that 16-year-old kid, Gordon, Origi and Minamino. And yeah, second half starts and is... You can kind of... The, the drop-off in quality... I mean, yes, it's a, it's a, it's a disjointed team for sure, obviously. Um, it's hard to see if there was any standouts in that second half. Um, a lot of... Players just trying to find rhythm. Um, opposition player, opposition team kind of was a little bit more assertive in terms of build up play. Um, there was a moment where they had a corner, um, ball crossed in, um, outside the edge of the box, a player tries to shoot, but Adrian catches it, and then we try to create a counter attack. Um, and then Origi's running down the channel, beats the defender. He looks up. He should have hit this. He should have crossed this ball with a bit more whoosh, velocity to Curtis Jones, who was making a late run. But it was kind of under hit. I don't know if that's because of the pitch. Remember, I said it was a very hot day, and the pitch was very lackluster in terms of just it was lacking. It wasn't wet enough to like really zip a ball. You know what I mean? So he had that to come into account. Um, yeah, Curtis Jones, he was getting fouled a lot, so he, it was hard for him to get a rhythm going. But that's because he's very good at picking up the ball and just turning. And then his acceleration off the ball, similar to Kato, is really good. Um, and that Corden kid, um, again, not quite, not quite as scintillating as the first game, but he still made himself a nuisance when he could. Um, I remember the time he was dribbling, 
He cuts in, passes to Curtis Jones, who shoots and ball goes over. Um, and then, yeah, they have a corner, the opposition team have a corner again. And it's the exact same routine last time. The player gets a better connection on it and it forces Adrian to make a proper save. Um, yeah. And then Minamino, I legit forgot he was playing. I legit forgot he was playing. And I think there was a time where he picked up the ball and he got bullied off the ball. And so I, Minamino was not impressing me at all this preseason. Um, I would sell him. I would sell him. I I don't I don't think I would sell him and and use that use the funds. I don't know if you're gonna get money for him, but much money for him considering you bought him for six million. If you get if you manage to sell him for more than six million, impressive. I'd use that and get an actual forward to to um an actual now and out striker. I don't know I don't know who that would be or an out and out winger. Um I wanna get into transfer news a little bit after this as well. Um yeah, he just he just really wasn't present really. And Origi he tried but eh, do you know what I mean? And then yeah, I think that's when Jake Kane came on and then a last minute run from Beck down the channels. He draws the cross in, he looks at he finds Gordon. Um a defender tries to he tries to readjust his body and clear the ball, but he gets it all wrong. Comes off his fire. Ball hits the back of the net. It's an own goal. 86th minute. Liverpool 1-0 up. Um, and then, yeah, Liverpool kind of see the game out and Liverpool win 1-0. But um, I don't even care about the result or that we won. It was just about who was impressive. I'd say in that second half, ooh, it's a tough one. Probably that Gordon kid. Um, yeah, just for the fact that he's 16. And there was a moment where he had... Because Curtis, Curtis Jones was offside. Curtis Jones passes the ball to um, Gordon, who takes... He was in a 1v1 situation. He didn't know he was offside at the time. It, he didn't know Curtis Jones was offside at the time. And Lansman doesn't flag for it. But he treats, he treats the situation as if it's normal game time. Gordon scores an offside goal, essentially. But the fact that he took it so well and waited for the keeper to get sucked in and then he just he sucks the keeper in and then toe pokes it past him. It's, it's, them, it's one of those cage football goals that is quite clever if you, if you had the chance to see it. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty mu- that was pretty much what happened. But, yeah, more minutes in... Um, Kind of players who I thought would see a bit more of an impressive performance out of. I'd say probably Trent and Salah. But I think with them it's just a fine tuning. Get your fitness up as opposed to playing ability at the minute. Um, And the second half team I'm not really concerned about. Because I don't think any of them will start. And yeah, let's move on to transfer news. Let's move on to transfer news. So what's happened between Tuesday and Friday? Well, the very next day after that game, Liverpool were linked with a player that nobody was kind of expecting. Jared Bowen. Um, No idea where this link... Actually, I do know where this link came from. If you're familiar with James Pearce, he works with The Athletic. Um, He was a former LFC Echo journalist reporting on Liverpool News. 
Um, he was the one that published the story saying Liverpool interested in Jared Bowen. Um, Jared Bowen, he plays winger. He's a winger and he's also a striker for West Ham. He doesn't get much game time for West Ham. He was, they bought him 18 months ago for 18 million from Hull. Because under Hull, he was a... He was scoring one in two games. He was that. He was that clinical for. He was that clinical for. Um, for Hull at the time, West Ham saw that talent and said, "We have to get this guy," and they got him. Um, and yeah, and he's kind of had a sub start career at West Ham. I'd say it's due to the fact that West Ham don't play to his strengths, and that's why he looks disjointed over there. But then later in that day, uh, by the evening. The link was um, from another athletic journalist was deemed not true at all. So typically, I guess he was used as a smokescreen and it means we're getting somebody else to come in. Um, we're still in this situation where we have, we have to sell um, non-homegrown players to buy any home, non-homegrown players because we've, over, we've hit our capacity. We've got 19 and the limit is 17, so... We're going to sell two non-homegrown players or they just won't be registered at all. That'll be the situation come the end of the transfer window. But um, I said, I tweeted earlier, if you follow me, it's K-O-T-E-K-K-E-R-Z. K-O-T-E-K-K-E-R-Z. I said, I don't want him anyway. If we, if we can only sign homegrown players, let's go for Lester's Harvey Barnes. He's a winger. He's very talented kid. He's one year younger than Jared Bowen. He's he makes himself a nuisance on the ball and he's very fast and and he's not the finished product yet. But under Jurgen Klopp's training, he can be quite something. Just like Diogo Jota, where you can see what Jota needs fine tuning in and under Jurgen Klopp training, what he could potentially become. And I can see that with Harvey Barnes. He's got three years left on his deal. Um, I that that would be some somebody I'd like to see go for. Um yeah. And also I read today that um Harry Wilson is allegedly going to go to Fulham for twelve million. Not sure if that's confirmed yet, but if that is, then it adds to the transfer kitty. Um we'll have an extra ten million, twelve million, whatever the final figure will be. Um and use that to fund our uh, transfer window. And it's the same situation with Grulich where we sold him to Porto for 10 million. So that would mean we would have 20 million as a transfer budget and then hopefully use the rest of our actual transfer funds to go and buy a forward. And to go and find somebody that can replace um, Gini Wijnaldum and Felipe Coutinho because I still want that Coutinho replacement I st- and we definitely need a Genie Wijnaldum replacement. Even though everybody tells me uh, midfield depth is solid. But if Keita and Oxlade-Chamberlain constantly pick up injuries. If you know Milner's too old. Really and truly your strongest midfield is Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago. They're not going to play 38 games. And you need, and then you got a young Curtis Jones. That's why I'd like somebody else to come in. 
But yeah, that's what we'd have to deal with at that present moment in time. So yeah, that's pretty much all the transfer news so far, and that's pretty much all the preseason fixtures we've done so far. I actually don't know when the next preseason fixture is. It's probably gonna be some point next week. Hopefully, I have the opportunity to cover that game as well and give you any up to date information. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, share, uh, and follow LFC reactions. Um. And yeah, tune in next time. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode.